So that was Ayin Hay Amid Ayin Hay Amid Aleph Chazara. We're starting Ayin Hay Amid Beis. But we started with the three lines from the bottom. Vashoicheto. The next malacha in the Mishnah is shechting. Shoichet mishum mai. Why are you chayiv on shoichet? Now the way Taisus learns this question, he says it's we're not going on the Mishnah because it's pashit what the Mishnah means by shoichet. It means taking the neshama, killing an animal. But we're asking in general when you shecht something, what is the, you know. Um, Malacha that you're doing. That's what Tais just learned. It's a special way to learn. Rashi learns where you find shechita that's necessary in Melechus HaMishkan. Because if you want to use the hides of the Eilim, the Adamim, that they used for the coverings of the Mishkan, you don't have to shecht it, you could strangle it. So the Gemara is... I think what Rashi's doing here is maybe Shaykhtai, maybe the Gemara is assuming here that I have to kill it by Shechita, Dafka, to be, to violate the Malacha. What about any strangling? So the Gemara says, Rabba Marmishim Tsoveya. You know why I'm. What malach I'm doing when I shecht, I'm coloring the area of the skin around the base hashchita. But that's, but that's a separate malach, isn't it? Right, good, good. good. You've mechavin for the Gemara. Shmuel Omar Mishum Netilis Neshama. Okay, now maybe that's what Nishmuel is saying here. Tlabdafka Shechet. You don't have to kill by shechita. Anyway, you kill. Could shoot an animal. That's also right. Oh, you're also violating this law. Any way you take the neshamer away, okay? Asks the Gemara. So Machlekes here. So Veya or Netilas Neshama. So Rab asks the Gemara on Rab. Mishum Soveya in Mishum Netilas Neshama. Low. Turn the page right. Mishum Soveya low. Mishum Netilas Neshama. You're gonna only over on because he colors the thing. What about the fact that you killed the thing? You're right. Rob says, Rob meant that you're also over on Sobeya. When you shek the animal and the blood spritzes out and colors the neck, you're over on Sobeya. Now, Zuck Rob, Omar Rob Milsa de Amre, Omar Rob Milsa de Amre, that which I just said. That which I just said, I have to add something so that people in generations to come won't make fun of me. What about Soveya? What do I get out of the fact that the skin around the neck is a nice red color? What do I get for that? So people will laugh at me if I if I don't explain this. So I'm explaining it. Nicha delisvus beis hashchit the domain. You know it's 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 advantageous to me to have the area around the beis hashchit colored with blood. Kirecha de lechazui in she. So people will see the leisu 
and they'll come lizavnumine and they'll buy it. They'll see it was freshly shechted today. The blood is nice and fresh. That's what I gain. Right. So, but I want that sobea. I want the blood to color. It's another malacha, right? Right. Exactly. But when you do shechting, so you're you're doing two malachas in one shvita and sobea. Yeah. Okay. Right, Brown was bothered with the fact that it's really not a malacha that's going to last. I mean, how long is that going to be nice and red? It's for that day. It's tafka for those people to see that it's freshly shechted. It's not a malacha miskayemis. If you're white, if you're like right on a foggy window, I have this little note, foggy window next to my gemara here. I assume what that note means that I think if you write, we're going to see in a second, writing two osios is a malacha. But if you write on a foggy window and it's not going to last, you're not chayim. Again, it might be as a drabonim, the stomach as a drabonim, but it's not not over the orisa. It's got to be a something, you know, something that's going to last. But at least it makes it a malacha shetzricha legufa then. Because if I, I didn't know. need it to remain fresh, and you can say that the tzavei is a malacha shein tzricha legufa. Uh huh. So I want. I mean, I know the Gemara times didn't bother you to think about it, but if you write on the foggy window, right, and the fog goes away, the oil from your fingers is still there. You can still see it. You think? Well, if you can, uh, if you first push fog out the window, it right. will, uh, that that it will not fog out where you left the finger mark. Yeah. So, oh, okay. it'll come back. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. It's not, it's not, you know, because it's still not permanent. Yeah. Um, okay. so, I mean, it makes it a malacha lagufa now. Now that I wanted, I wanted Saivea to show that it's fresh blood. Oh, oh, right, right. Rob had to come up with something or else we would say, right, a good point. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Not, a, right, not only that they laugh at him because he would like, who needs it? But um, yeah, if you don't have some constructive purpose for it. Right. Then, yeah. Right. Um, yeah. So I'm even, though, about, it's, though, so even so, though it's not everlasting, even though it's not everlasting, but that's why Rob has to say that you hire for that that way. Yeah. Okay. Uh huh. Okay. Yeah. Here we go. Mochodamado. Yeah. Those that were those are listed separately, right? Go back to the Mishnah and Ayn Gimel. Amocho. Ramabe. Ezoro. Yes, listed separately. Ask the Gemara. Hainu Moileach. Hainu Mabe. Moileach is. Salting is. Also. Ma'abed. Atu malicha. Lav tzorech ibedu. I guess when they salted the the, the hides, that was part of the ibud process. So it's also yeah. part of the same process. The skin, the skin. Oh. Um, we're talking about Meleach, let's see. 
Um, well, we're going to get to that. Right now, we're talking about the skin. You're right. Interesting. So they really the Mishnah lists these two, but they're really included in one. So take one out and put instead something called sirtut. Sirtut Rashi explains that the people making ritsuos, the hides, and when they wanted to cut the hide, they would make a line to guide them as to how to cut. And they would like make a line with a knife. It's called sirtut. You have that by Tfilin and the um, Zuzus. By get, by get, right? I get, yeah, that's called sirtut. Mm-hmm. So they used to do that. That's another malacha. Interesting. So then we have to insert that malacha. There doesn't seem to, seem to be anybody arguing with this. Okay. Omarabha Baravhuna, Haiman de Molach Bisra, Chayav Mishum Abed. If you salt meat, that's a, that's Rabbi Baravuna. Rabbi argues. Rabbi Amar ain ibud ba'ichlin. No such thing as ibud ba'ichlin. Ibud is on hides, not on the bosor. So machlekes here. Amar Avashi. Vafin lula Rabbi Baravuna who said there is ibud by ba'ichlin by the bosor. Lo Amar el kaboy urcha. That means you're gonna salt it so much that it's going to be good to take on a big trip. Like uh, my son, beef turkey, you know. Well, whatever, they salt, you're salting it so much to preserve it that you can go on the derech. If you're just salting it for household use, they don't make their food hard like, like wood. Uh, they salting. In other words, if... Even according to the Mandama, we have a machlekes. Is there ibud by the bosser? But even on the side that there is, it's only if you really salt it very heavily so that it's good to preserve on a trip that you would take. But the light salting for the household use, no, that's not over on ibud. Okay. And if you smooth out, we're all talking about malachas that you do on the hides. Rashi and the Mishnah said that after Shaykhate, all the bunch of the malachas after Shaykhate are the ones that deal with what you're doing to the skins. So, two of the things you did, mamacho, 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 means to smooth it out, take off the hairs. Mamachatcho means to cut it to a specific measure. We have here what the pshat is in this. Um, where does this gimbal go to? <clears throat> Rashi says, what does he say? Like the p- pillars of... of um, if you smooth out the floor of the binyan, 
that these amudim are sitting on, because you're smoothing out the floor. Um, I think Taisvis takes issue with this because we saw it to be Mashva Gumas is more like Bona, not Memachek. So Taisvis over here, second Taisvis learns that you're taking the hide and you're rubbing it against the Ombud to make the hide smooth. That's Memachek. Mamachik in the Mishnah is to pick out the hairs. You're making it now smooth. He says, You take the hide and you, you know, scrub it against the omud to make it smooth. Rashi learns different. Three things Rav told me, Rav Chiyabarabah. Uh, I'm sorry, Sokhli Rav Ashi. Sokhli Rav Ashi or Rav Asi. The Messer Sashas changes to Rav Asi. Mishmed the Rav Yeshua ben Levi. Again, so Omar of Chiyabar Abba, three things told, were told to me by Rav Ashi or Rav Asi in the name of Rav Yeshua ben Levi. These are the three things. Number one, Hamagare Roshe Klunsos Beshabas Chayim Mishumachate. If you smooth, we know mechatech means cutting things to a specific measure. So Rashi says here, if you're going to scrape the tops of a pole, Rashi Klumsos, Sheyiyu Roshayin Shavim Vechadin, that all the tops should be equal and sharp. So you're being mechatech to a certain measure. That's mechatech. Two, if you have um, a dressing on a wound and you smooth out the dressing, three, you already mine the stone and you cut it to size and now you're doing the finishing touches by being by smoothing it out, mesates uh, is what is it? Mesates. What do you? What's mesates? Smoothing, polishing it. I think polishing it, right? Machlika Rashi says, yeah, makes it smooth. Chisels. I mean, chisels. Chisels. Okay, but to make it smooth. Yeah. It's the finishing finishing touches on the stone. If you had intended that the final stage of your Kli will be that you're going to make a design on the Kli to beautify it, that's Makabapatish. Or, I soften glass and then I blow it. That's Makavapatish. Uh, yeah. Makavapatish. Because I made the cleave. Why isn't it called... It's not Bainya. Well, it's why not Bainya? You're really making a cleave. According to Teisvis, there's Binya Mikhailam if it's really making it. Okay. 
This is Mark of Apatish. I'm Rabbi Yehuda. Hayman de Shokola Kufe Miglime. You have a garment, and there's threads that the, you know, tailor didn't, you know, completely uh, take out. And you pull out a chut that's sticking out, doesn't belong there. That's Mark of Apatish. Look how, look how a small little act like that. That's if you are on it. You don't want it to be there. We can really relate to this, you know? Okay. Like we said before, you have to write two osios to be chayev Why is that? Because on the karshe of the mishkan, on the krushim, the way they remembered which krushim went where, they had letters. They put a letter on one beam and another letter on the other to know that they're a match. Right? There were like 40 krushim around the mishkan. Okay. Surrounding the Mishkan, right. and they were always remained in the same spot, in the same order. The way they remembered the order is they put a letter on one and a letter on the other. Uh-huh. So that's how we get Kaisef Shteoisiyes. That that was a you know as they matched they had they had pairs of Krushim. Let's say you write one big letter, but you could have, in that same space, written two. No good. Potter. I mean, good. You didn't do the malacha. You're potter. Because you're going to have to write two osios. That's chayim. What if you erase one big letter, but the part that you erased is now good enough to write two Letters, then you chayev, even though you weren't meichik to osios, but you were meichik a space that you could write to osios. And the malach of mechik is defined by almanas lichtov. If I was meichik an area mm-hmm. that can you can write two, I guess average sized letters, because always write minuscule letters. I assume there must be some kind of shear. Um, yeah. So it comes out of Chumra by Meichik over Kaisev. By Kaisev, if you just write one big letter that takes the space of two, no, you're not Chayim. But Meichik is more Chumra because you can erase one big letter, and since now you've made space to write two letters, you're Chayim for Meichik. Yeah. Okay, and then Rashi says, "What's the chiddush?" I mean, I could have concluded this myself. The chiddush is that the Tanakama, who said this word, was Rav Menachem Rabbi Yosi. Habayni be'asayser, amechabe v'amavir v'amakav be'patish. Rav v'Rav Zeir d'amar tarei komidi diyispek mar malocha chayim mikshum makav be'patish. The finishing touch of a kli, that's what's makav be'patish. And it's subjective, you know. It's um, 
right? It's subjective. If you want to make a table and you had in mind to paint it, close mind that you haven't painted it, it's not complete. The painting is going to be the mark of a potash. Mashenkin, let's say you had in mind to make a table, but you had no, no attention to, to, to paint. So once the table is complete without the painting, it's a table. You finished it. Right. Now all of a sudden you say this, you decide you're going to paint it. That's not Mark of because you already finished it. Right. You had no intention. So it's objective. Elo Obus Malachas. The Mishnah said, these are the, the end of the Mishnah. It says, these are the Malachas. It's a little redundant. If you look at the Mishnah, it starts off with that. That these are the Malachas 39. And in the end, Mishnah ends up with almost the same words. Uh, these are the 39 Malachas. So what is that coming to teach me? It comes to um, say not like the sheet of Rabbi Eliezer, who holds the Mechaev al-Toldubimakamav. We have been learning that if you did an Av and it's told the one Helam, since it's one category of Malachi, you only have one Chathas. As opposed to if you did two different Avs, or two different Toldas of two different Avs. But an Av and it's told the one. That's not Lukuliyama. Rabbi Lezo holds that you could be Mikhaev for a Tolda that you did with an Av. But we'll, we'll, we'll see that later. Chaser Achas. 39 Malachas. 40 minus 1. Lafukid Midrabi Yehuda. To what is the number? To uh, maybe Chaserachas. I mean, we already had why you have the number, right? We had Rabbi Yechonin's din a few times. Rabbi Yechonin's din a few times that if you did all of them, the Hellenachar, you hire 39. What it means here is because if you look back in the Mishnah, it not only says the number, which it didn't have to say, but says it twice. It says the beginning of the Mishnah. And then the end of Mishnah. That's what Gemara here is addressing. Why does it say twice? Once we said Rabbi Yechim. But the twice is Lafukim in Rabbi Huda, Because Rabbi Huda doesn't hold this 39. So this comes to say not like Rabbi Huda. The Tanya Rabbi Huda. Moisif is a shevet v'amidachtek. Rabbi Yehuda's Moisif to Malachas. Shovet, which means tightening the shesi on the loom. And medaktek is after you put the oriv in into the loom, and you're into the you know weaving, you uh, you kind of hit you hit on the oriv threads to 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 you make them a little tight to make them sit right because if it's too tight it'll be crinkled up. So you, if you bang on it, it'll, it'll smooth it out, make for better weaving. So he counts those two. And Omrulah, no, Chachamim say back to Rabbi Yehuda, they're not separate. Shoveid arehu b'chalal mesech. Shoveid meaning, um, Shoveid is to mashva hashesi b'karkar. What do we say? What do they say it was? You you line I, up you line up the warp. Threads with a rod. Okay, good. Thank you. 
I guess that's the, from the word shaven. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Good. Yeah. And Gemara, the Chachamim, not like Rabbi Yudha say, that's part of Mesech. That's part of setting up the loom. Mesech is setting up the loom. Like you can put the chassis fibers in without the Arab. Setting up the loom. And part of that is, what did you say? Um, using a rod to do what? Rats, no, using a thread, using lining up. Chauvet, I'm going on Chauvet. Okay. Yeah, okay. He said something about a rod from the yeah, way he's shaving. The, 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 the primary uh, is lining up the, the warp threads with, with a rod. With a rod, okay. Yeah, lining up the chassis. Mm -hmm. Okay. And Medak that's part of the that's part of the weaving process because you you're pounding on the on the crossed you know, hairs to make them nice and smooth and flat. <clears throat> In other words, what Rabbi Huda counts as separate malachas come the chacham and say no, those two are included in the ones that are already mentioned in the Mishnah. Okay. Another klal. They said, what was the first clown? Clown Godol. Started off the mission, the, the, the parak with. Clown Godol, the different rules, how many, right? You don't know Iker Shabbos, you forgot Shabbos, you forgot Malachas. Isn't this one of the Pshatim that we had? Why does it say Klal Godol? Because there's another Klal after it. Remember? Remember, Shai Nakamara? We asked, what, what, sounds right. what's the reason? What's the Klal Godol? Because there's another Klal after it, which mm -hmm. is smaller, which is a smaller Klal. On the Pshatim. Here it is. Anything that a person would put aside, hide, because it's chashit to him. Umatsni and komo, and not only that, but it has the size of something that would people would put aside. You know, it was quality quantity. You know, it has to be a quality object that you would hide, put put aside. You know, in the safekeeping, and it has to be of the quantity that would be worthwhile for you to hide, oh. right? And you took that and you took that out on Shabbos, you'd be chayiv chatas. In other words, hotzo has to be something chashiv that you're taking out. Can't be, right? Okay. Now, the chosheino kashelatzniyah. Something that people would not ordinarily put a not not chosher. They wouldn't hide it. They wouldn't put it aside. Ain the ain matzni and kamo, or it's so so small that they wouldn't bother with it. And if you took that out, v'otziyah b'shabes ain ochayim. Except ella hamatznio. Except for the particular person. Who would have put it out 
put these things aside. It was the Mishnah is addressing first the general rule. Do people do this? Okay? And things that generally people don't put aside, hide, you're not high with it. But what about this guy? He does do that. He's different than other people. He does put aside this seemingly insignificant, what other people would say is insignificant. He hides it. So he would be chayev for that. Okay? That's the Mishnah. If you see the Rashi, if a particular person, for him this is precious, and he does put, you know, hide them, also. Rashi's learning, interestingly. We're talking about the particular item that you're matzniya that other people aren't. Matzniya means from Sanua, hidden. Right? If you look at this Rashi, that which you had put as hid, you then took it out. Now, according to Ron, though, it's not dafka, the same thing you would matzniya. If this is the type of item that you would you have done in the past, you'd be matzniya. And it doesn't have to be the exact same item that you were matzniya, that you'd be chayav on taking it out. It's be, it could be a representative. You know, if you were matzniya, something like this. So if I ever take out something like that, Rashi doesn't seem to see saying that. Rashi says it's the exact same thing that you were matzniya. If you took that out, then you chayev. Of course, and Rashi continues. Another person is not chayev for this. For him, it's, this is not kosher. It's not a malacha. Okay. What is this coming to exclude? Anything you generally hide. And what are things that you don't hide? Damnida, people don't put aside. Okay? Okay? They don't hide that. Uh, that's our Papa. Marukva Omar Lafuke Atsayashera. Our Papa says, Marukva says it excludes Atsayashera. People don't put that aside. Don't hide it. Um, actually, it's also to have Hana from them and the disgusting. Atsayashera is Havay Rizara. So people don't put it, uh, put it, don't hide it. Okay. And man doma damnida koshkein atzei shera, man doma atzei ashera, avodamnida, maybe not. In other words, the one who said dam atzei ashera, nachamol, the one who says damnida, because it's, you know, not used for anything, it's useless, so people don't hide it. So again, if you took that out, on Shabbos, you wouldn't be chayim. So it's called shikain, I'd say asher, because it's also, I know, it's much worse than damnida. It's really off limits. 
But but the one who says the, the mission is coming to exclude that you wouldn't be chayiv because no, it's, it's also ba'anoa. But avodam nida, he might say, is useful. What for what? You give it to your cat to eat. So you put it aside, your cat. And therefore you would take that out. Since chashuv to you, damnida in that case. Um, again, it says in Machlekes, if Marukvu says only Atzei Asheri will be potter, he might say that Damnida Yechayah for, because you you give it that's cat food. The Edech and the other one who says Yenachayev, Rab Papu says Yenachayev for Damnida, even the Cholsha Lo This is a little wooji bougie here, since when you give the Dam that comes from a person to a cat, it weakens that person. I don't know how that works. So people are not going to do that. And therefore, Damnida is useless. And that's not something you're matzniya. And that's something that if you had taken it out on Shabbos, you would not be chayev. And Omer Rav Yosef Rechanina, Rav Shimon. This end of the Mishnah, that for the person who hides something, it could be very, very insignificant. And it could be a tiny shear. But if his derech is to hide this thing, again, he's according to Tehran, it's the derech, or he hid this thing, according to Rashi, then he is chayev if he takes it out. That's not like Rav Shimon. It's Rav Shimon in the next, the beginning of the next parak. The Ike Rav Shimon If you turn to the Mishnah, we'll finish with this. Finish one more second. Look at the Mishnah in the, in the, in the beginning of the next paragraph. I involve on the base. The Mishnah has all these different shiurim. Uh, how much wine are you chayv if you take it out? Kedei mezigas kols. How much kolov? How much kedei gemia? How much devash to 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 be? Or how much shemen to to shmir on one small limb? Okay, all these shiurim. Okay, Rav Shimon comes says no. Pull on all those things that you mentioned, the Yayin, the Devash, the Shemit at the beginning. All those are a revius. Those Shiurim that mentioned, that you did mention, are the Shiurim for those people who are Matsnia, hide their things. Even for the people that hide it, there's a Shiur. And those are the Shiurim that are mentioned in the Mishnah. As opposed to the Tanakhama, who says these are the shiurim for a normal person. Comes Rav Shimon says, no, those are the shiurim for someone who is exceptional. And because all the others, all the shiurim are really for a normal person or a vias, bigger than these shiurim. These small shiurim that are mentioned in this Misha are for the people who are machnia, even what other people consider insignificant. So even so, Rav Shimon is saying in this Mishnah that even for the Matzniah, there's a minimum shear, and that's what's listed in the next Mishnah. Our Mishnah says a Matzniah, it could be a minuscule amount. For a Matzniah, if he is Matzniah, a, a tiny drop of something, then that you'll be chayim if you took that out. No, 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 no. Rav Shimon holds no. Even for Matzniah, there has to be a you know somewhat. 
of a chash of a shear, which is what the next Mishnah uh, enumerates. Okay, 